Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. All of our first-time guests know you love them today. Would you show some appreciation to them on this special day? Amen. 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 And I'll, I just want to take a moment just to do something else because it needs to be done. The Bible says give honor where it's due. And so I want to do this. I want to ask every dad, every father in the room to just remain seated. Keep your seat. Just relax for a moment. And I want every other person who's not a father in this room, can you stand to your feet? Give our men, our fathers today a standing ovation. Can you put your hands together? Show some love to them. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah. And as you're seated, fist bump them. Fist bump somebody. Tell them you love them and you're glad they're here today. But if you're joining us online, don't forget to do this. Drop a comment there in the stream. Let us know where you're at today. Love to get connected with you. So, But if you're first time or you come every time, we do this every week. We go to the Bible. So if you brought your sword, go with me to the Bible to Joshua chapter 24. Joshua chapter 24, amen. We get excited about the word here. We believe it's God's word and truth, amen. We believe it's truth that we can live by, by God's grace, the help of the Holy Spirit. And so I want to read a passage. We're going to actually hang out today. I just have two passages that I want to share. First one is just kind of, I don't know, just a kind of a time of honor and just a declaration and celebration of what we're seeing many men do in this house and just want to celebrate you today. But in Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 and 15, it reads like this. It says, now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt, serve the Lord. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods, little g's, which your father served that were on the other side of the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But I like Joshua. He was a bad man. He said this. He said, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So I don't know about what the rest of you are going to do, but as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Let's pray. Yeah, let's pray. God, we thank you today for your Holy Spirit. And God, we thank you for your presence that's in this place. God, we thank you for the freedom and you've given us to honor you, to worship you as a good father who loves us so much. And God, I just want to thank you today, God, especially for every father in this room, every father listening today, that you'll just bless them today with a special day, God. And Lord, just I pray God bless us each, God, with memories of fathers in our life who are special to us. Let those things just rise up in our heart on this special day, God. But we honor you and thank you for being the ultimate example Thank you for your son, Jesus, for being the ultimate sacrifice for our salvation. And God, we give you praise for it all, Lord, in Jesus' name. Would you say it, church? Amen. amen. I love to hear y'all say amen. I love it. It's so cool. But uh, happy Father's Day again. I, um, again, I honor you guys today. I'm so thankful for you. We're so thankful for the fathers that are in this house. I don't know if you know it or not, but we got some incredible daddies up at Faith Renewed Church. Amen. We have some incredible 
fathers here in this church. And so I want to take some time today. I want to speak to this house. I want to speak to every person. It does not matter today the age that you are, uh, male or female, father, mother, son, daughter. I, I want to speak to each of you today. But I do want to, as we speak today and as we spend time in the Word, I do want to honor our, our dads today. I want to honor our fathers. And um, because, one, I just believe, again, we have some amazing fathers who are a part of this house. And uh, we're seeing fathers step into that role and become things that they didn't have. Oh, man, that's, that's, I mean, it's just incredible to see people who didn't have an example become that example. And we're watching that unfold before our eyes. And again, not all got it together, but man, we're on our way. And I had to see it again, God work. And, and I, just, I just, again, I want to speak to the fathers today because I feel like Mother's Day is one of those days, like, you know, we honor mothers and we're like, oh, we love you. And, and we talk so sweet about y'all Mother's Day because you are way sweeter than most of the guys in here. Amen. You just are. And, uh, and you, and you and so we honor you, we love you, but I feel like on Father's Day, we come in here a lot of times and just whip the daddies for about 30 minutes. Come on, we beat the daddies for about 30 minutes and tell you how bad you are and how much you need to step it up because the world, you know, nah, and so I, I don't want to beat you down today. I, I want to lift you up and encourage you, but again, I am, I'm, I'm thankful because we have this. We read this passage, and it's a strong passage from a strong guy who makes a declaration in a time that many were not. And I don't know if you realize that today. We're in a time where many are not making the Joshua choice. Come on, amen. We're in a time today, we're in a day today where many are not making the, the Joshua choice. We're in a day where many are making the choice of their fathers honoring those little G's in their life. And he's saying this, man. He says, I don't know about you, but I'm going to make a choice. And he, he worded it like this, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And so, you know, we just have to, guys. We have to make that declaration in our house. If, if you don't have that in your home and you're the leader of your home, you make that declaration in your home, ladies. And so you be that. You be that example that we make this decision. And so I love this. And I, I think what's cool about this passage is one of the things it does is actually kind of like, in a sense, shows us what serving the Lord looks like. It kind of gives us a brief description in there because he said to do it this way. He said to fear the Lord. So this, like, so what does serving look like? Serving is a, li is a life now where we are showing honor and reverence and worship to fearing this holy God who sits on the throne. I don't know if we realize this, man. We have an amazing holy God who's in heaven today. Amen? He's seated on the throne. And so again, this is the God. And so he says to fear the Lord. And I love it. And he also goes on to say to serve him in sincerity and in truth. And I, I think, man, this is just an, a, a wonderful, again, a picture of what it looks like. So this is not like I'm showing up to church today on Father's Day. No, wait a minute. I am serving the Lord in sincerity and in truth. And we're watching that happen. And we're seeing people, again, step into that role who didn't have that example become that. So thank you for that. And I want us to do this. I want us to do what they're doing here. I want us to take Jesus seriously. 
Amen? Yeah, I want us to take Jesus seriously. That's what he's saying here. Take your relationship with the Lord serious. And so, again, I love that passage. It was, it's not one where I'm going to hang out today. I just want to declare that and say thank you guys for doing this. I want to hang out a little bit for a more few minutes on in Mark chapter 5. So do this if you would. Flip over to Mark 5. And if you use the YouVersion Bible app, uh, this whole entire passage and points, everything that I'm sharing with you today is there in the YouVersion app. Click More Events. And you can follow along if you haven't done that already. But um, I, I want to read Mark 5, and I'll say this. It's a um, little bit of a lengthy passage. So, uh, you know, but we'll, how many knows you can't get too much Bible in you? I don't think that's possible. I don't think you can get too much. You know, so now we read a verse and say, oh, we're at church. All right, so but I, I think we can't get too much Bible in this. So, but it is, it's, it's 1 through 20, and it's, I think, because the whole story just needs to be read today and shared. So I, I want to read it. But I, it's not a typical Father's Day passage. I, I probably, well, it's possible, but probably not many other churches today are speaking from Mark chapter 5 on Father's Day, but there's some things in here that I feel like, man, we just need today for where we're at. But Mark 5, 1 through 20, if you have it, say, I have it. Come on, somebody, go, you, you there. All right, verses 1 through 20, it says this, Then they came to the other side of the sea. Now that they here is speaking about Jesus, his disciples, his followers, he had been doing what Jesus does. Uh, Jesus, incredible, out doing miracles, signs, wonders. He's doing these things. And it says, now he came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately. Like, I mean, just it's like immediately. Here you go, man. Sometimes stuff can just hit you fast and hard sometimes. Immediately, there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, hanging out in a graveyard, man, you know, hanging out in, in, in terrible conditions. And it says, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. And the chains had been pulled apart by him. And the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. Now, it's interesting in this, you're seeing this big, strong guy. We know because, again, the spirit that was on him, the unclean spirit, the possession of the spirit that was at work in his life, he was physically strong. He was physically breaking these chains off. But how many knows that he was still spiritually bound? Oh, man, and so again, we could come here and say, Happy Father's Day, flex a little bit, and say we have it, or we can be honest and say, man, today there are people in this room today, I mean, who, again, who have chains in their life, who are bound to things that God wants to set them free from. I mean, it is not God's plan for you. If, if you are a follower of Christ, you have surrendered and said yes to Jesus, he doesn't want you bound in any area. He says free indeed, indeed free. He wants you fully free. So this guy shows up able to break chains, but in bondage. And it says, and it is always night and day. Think about this. Never peace. Never rest. Never a moment where, again, he was at, at, at peace and at rest. Day and night. Night and day. He was in the mountains and in the tombs crying out cutting himself with stones. 
And when he saw Jesus, when he saw Jesus from afar, even this, I'm telling you, man, this enemy recognized Jesus when he walks into the room. He said he ran and worshiped him. He cried out with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with you, Jesus? Son of the most high God, I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, this is red letter, what is your name? Now, this is a way to deliver it. Sometimes you see that happen. I don't, that's not, again, a, a model for every time you're getting set free from something. But Jesus is, is just kind of, again, setting an example here, I believe, of the authority that he has. And this, this demon speaks back and answered saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Mm. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him saying, think about this for a minute. All the demons begged him saying, send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. I mean, how many knows this was the first deviled ham? Father's Day, it's a dad joke. Come on, somebody. It matches my shirt. Amen? It matches my dad's shirt. I don't, I don't care what you say. That's funny. All right, so then the unclean spirits went out, entered the swine. There were about 2,000, and then the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea, drowned in the sea. So those who fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country that they went out to see what uh, that had happened. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid, and, and those who saw it told them how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed about the swine. Then they began to plead with him to depart from their region. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. Man, I don't, you can tell somebody who has been set free by Jesus. You just want to follow him everywhere he goes. Amen. You want to be around him. And so, again, you can see this in this guy's life. But, however, Jesus did not permit him but said to him, red letter, go home to your friends. Tell them what things the Lord has done for you. And how he has compassion on you. And he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him. And all marveled. Wow. Now, there are some cool takeaways from this story. I mean, a lot. there are some great takeaways. I, I love it. And it's not in my notes as far as any of the points that I want to share. But I love that we see in this how beautiful it is that in, an entire host of demons have to beg at the feet of Jesus. Amen. How many knows Jesus is the name above every other? Are you legion? I don't care what your name is, dog. Jesus is the name above every other name. 
And then every, every one day, every knee will bow to that knee, uh, to that name. And so we see something here. This is not like a close fight. I think a lot of times like, we see like, man, we've seen paintings and pictures like Satan and Jesus is going at it. They didn't go at it. Jesus smacked him, dude. He fell from lightning like heaven, from heaven, man, came down under his feet. It's not a close fight. So the God we serve is not weak today, amen? And so he is at work, but that's not in my notes. So, so number one today, I want to share just two things from this story. Now, two takeaways that, I, that are in my heart that I, I want us to get. Now, again, mother, father, son, daughter, all of us, I believe the Lord is speaking this to us, but make sure you grab this today, guys, as well. Number one is this. In this story, we see that, man, you are not too messed up. Come on. We are not too messed up. I, I don't know about you. I'm so thankful for this story, man. This is a beautiful passage that shows us today we're not too messed up. It was Father's Day. I almost said, man, you're not too jacked up, bro. That was almost my point, but I, I pulled it back. All right, but you are not too messed up. The enemy today, man, has gotten in the head of too many people and said, you've gone too far. You, you have done too much. There, you are too deep in. You are too far away from God, man, and you're even wasting your time in church today. I'm telling you, it's how he works. We know this. We've done spiritual warfare series, and we know how the lie of the enemy can get into our head and how he speaks these things to our mind. But this is what I love about this story. We're seeing a guy, I mean, who was jacked up, bro. He is so deep into bondage. Again, able to physically break chains, but so wrapped up, so tied up in such tanglement and such bondage in his life. The, the scripture says he has this unclean spirit. Now, I, this, the unclean spirit could have been something that was passed down or he picked up on his own, but it didn't matter. I think a lot of times we look at, well, where it came from this, and well, I didn't have that father, so now I'm going to be a father just like that too. I'm going to do the same thing they did. I, I'm going to repeat what I saw. Now, listen, we can reject that if we didn't have a good father. Amen. We don't have to repeat that thing and do what we saw. We can reject that, so it doesn't matter where it came from, but we see a guy in the story so deep into bondage and unclean spirit. Scripture says that he was hanging out in the tombs. Like the graveyard was the hot spot for him. I mean, how messed up. Like you get more enjoyment being around the dead. You get more enjoyment because that was what he was connecting to spiritually because all of the death that was in his life, all of the sin that was there, it had him in such deep bondage. And just imagine for a moment, this is the guy who we see who comes up, but at the moment he sees Jesus has to worship I want you to see something, man. I, I know this. I look around this room. Many of you I know personally. Many of you I know stories and things that you've been through and things that you're facing today. Stuff that you're going through in this moment. But I want you to know this. Listen, not one person in this room is too messed up. Not one person today. It don't, if, if in any way you're hearing something in your head, say, man, you can't get free. Listen, you don't know my God. You don't know him. And he wants to know you today. He wants to, he wants to bring freedom to the bondage today that we're in. And so, again, this guy's hanging out in the graveyard, man. How miserable must life have been for him day and night? Not a moment of rest. So at least, man, maybe if you don't sleep as much as you hope to or want to, I hope you're getting some. Amen? But day and night, 
Imagine the bondage this guy was in. But he wasn't too messed up. He wasn't too messed up. He wasn't so deep, so far away from God that God couldn't set him free. It says in the scriptures that he was cutting himself, that he was taking stones, and that he was cutting his body. So what we know is this. They were on his, on his body open wounds from, from areas and things that had damaged his body. Now, you got to imagine, man, what state of mind he must have been. And again, we know this, but from the story, that this is a spiritual attack that he's under. But this guy was in so much bondage. Again, they were, and again, we don't know how long this was happening, but this guy has open wounds on his body. I'm sure previous scars from, from doing this for, we, know, we don't know how long, of maybe for one moment, maybe something would kind of come back and start to heal over, and you think you're good, and then all of a sudden you think things are getting better and you're all right, and then something else opens it back up again. You ever been there? Here, like, man, I'm getting over it this time. I'm getting past it now. Like, everything's good. I'm feeling better about this thing. And then something comes along and opens that thing up all over again. This guy was deep, man. This guy had scars. This guy has, has, has sores that were healing. He had scars that were fresh. He was probably in that moment bleeding out from areas in his body, hurting right then. But Jesus... But Jesus, somebody like, man, you don't know what I'm hurting right now. You don't know what I'm facing. I'm, I'm smiling. I'm okay. I'm acting like I'm good on Father's Day. But deep down, Pastor, I'm hurting. This today is showing us, listen, you're not too messed up. Pastor, you don't know what I've done. I've, I've, I've done, you're not too messed up. Holy Spirit is wanting to speak this into your heart. Get this in your heart today that you're not too messed up. But you don't even know, man. There's been times like I've been down. Is he even out there? Is he real? Is there even a God? Listen, you're not too messed up. Jesus today wants to become so real in your life. It doesn't matter. It could be one thing or it could be what this guy faced. Many. Many. Though actually when he asked him, what's your name? Legion? It means many. Listen to this. When I studied this, a legion is a body of soldiers whose number differed at different times. And in the time of Augustus, seems to have consisted of 6,826 men. 6,100 foot soldiers, 726 horsemen. But it's not too many. Legion has to bow to the name Jesus. Legion has to go when the name Jesus is elevated. I don't care what you're facing today, man. God wants to set you free. You may be able to on your own strength break free for a little while, but you've been deep down. You're, you know you're still hurting. God wants to set you truly free in every area of your life that you walk in a freedom you've never experienced before. Give God praise for his freedom today. This in this room, amen. Give him a praise offering. Oh, man. I tell your neighbor behind you, look at him and say, man, you're not too messed up either. Come on, tell him, say, you're not too messed up either. Mm. Come on. Pastor, how do you make a statement like that? Because I've seen some messed up folks God deliver and set free. I've seen some people deep into stuff, man, who have been written off. But Jesus, I've watched him, man. I've seen people say, man, there's no hope for that one, man. They're done. Jesus comes along and transforms their life, and they're made new in him like that, crossing from death to life. I've watched it too many times for anybody to tell me anything different. Listen, we're not too messed up today in the name of Jesus. 
Secondly, today, I want you to get this, and this is cool in this story, and I hope we get it today. We see here, man, that how important that we know is this, that you are more valuable than you know. Today, I want you to see that, that you are more valuable than you know. Now, I'm not talking about, like, man, you just being like, oh, I'm awesome. Now, listen, the, the God who is inside of you and that spirit that's at work in you, you are more valuable than you know. And fathers, man, we need you. You don't even begin to realize the value that we place today upon you that God has on you and how much you're needed today in the body of Christ, in the church, in the home. And, we, and I love this. Billy Graham said this. Reverend Billy Graham said, a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society today. And it's so true, man. And again, I want you to know this, man, and, and we appreciate you so much. And so again, we see this here. And this is what happens. God transforms a guy's life out in the middle of a mess who had been hanging out in graveyards and had been cutting himself, wounded, comes to the feet of Jesus, gets set free, and then this is what happens. Jesus says this, go home. What? That's interesting to me because, man, I'm telling you, the perfect response to the guy has was dead on. Like, man, you set me free, Jesus. I'm going with you. I know what I felt like before I got, I got you into my life. I want to follow you, Jesus. But this is something that he was saying. I believe it's so profound here. He said, man, no, you're more needed at home than you are with me. Whew. Now, now, if it would have been us, you know what we'd have done? We'd have took him on the road with us. That was going to be, he was going to be one of our testimonies. Amen. We were going to use him at altar call. That's the guy. We're going to call him up at altar call, and he's going to talk about how messed up he was, and then Jesus set him free, and then that. Jesus says, man, I don't need that. You know what I need you to do? I need you to go home. What? I need you to go home. Like, you're more needed at home than you are in the boat with me. Now, again, he wasn't going without Christ. Again, I believe God had totally transformed him. Again, he wasn't saying, I don't want you in my life. That's not what he's saying. But he said this. He said, you're more valuable that at home than anywhere else. You know, your greatest mission field today, guys, is this. It is your home. It is, it is your home. It is your home church. It is your family. That is before everything else, man, what we go after. Now, listen, I love me some foreign missions. I believe in it, man. This church believes in it. You sow into it. You're helping carry the gospel. I mean, around the world, we've had missionaries stand on the stage that you've helped carry the gospel to, that you've helped make Jesus known in countries all over the world. Man, amazing. But our mission field is home. It's today home. And a lot of times we're like, man, we look at somebody else's life and think, man, they have the big calling because they went out overseas and went out and did this. You know, man, you're just as called serving at home. You're just as called, you're just as called at home to serve just as much as anywhere else. Whether you're a single parent, multiple, you, no matter what, you're called to do this at home first. Now, I've been, I've been in the Amazon jungle I've been in the, up the Amazon River, gone into the jungles, preached Jesus in, the, in, in huts to little people. And I mean, it is wild how much, again, we've seen God do. And it's amazing. But you know what we can do on the foreign mission field? Fake it. You know what we can do if we're just going to come in here on Sundays? And we can fake that. 
You know, he said you're needed at home and you're so valuable at home. You can't fake home. You can, you can try, it won't last long because your true colors will come out. They will see who you ultimately are. And so again, we have to see, and it's a call here because, man, I love this guy. This guy, man, wanted to go with Jesus and go around, man. He didn't care. I'm willing to leave everything else behind, Jesus. He said, I want you to leave everything else behind, Lord. Yeah, but do it at home. Do it here first. And I'm telling you, it takes, again, far more courage to do this because this is what we're called, guys, to leave. We're called to be this example. And I don't believe, again, as important as it is, and you need to do it. You need to make sure you work hard, you pay the bills, you provide. We do that, and we're called to do that. If you don't, how many knows it doesn't work out well when we do that? But listen, your greatest thing that you're called to do is not pay a bill is to pave the way into the presence of God in your home and to provide that. And he says, man, I need you to go do it here. I need you to start there. And what was beautiful about Decapolis, man, it was 10 cities. So he was saying, I ain't no small task. Your home is not a small task. Your family is not a small task. Your workplace is not a small task. This church, not a small task. It's a great work to do. And so we want to do this today. We want to leave behind a legacy of knowing Jesus and doing it at home. Amen. Doing it in front of our family, in front of our sons and daughters and what we want to live a legacy of doing it that way i'm thankful today man and i i'm i'm appreciative right now that i haven't cried this whole service i cried the whole 9 a.m service true story i i, I didn't I, I did very little preaching without crying in the 9 a.m service because this father's day is different for me it's a little bit harder this year friday i went to a, a veteran's nursing home and saw a dad in a bed, here I am again, <laughs> thank you, who uh, saw a dad in a bed who couldn't hardly get up, didn't know my name. He knew I was a son, though. He just couldn't remember which one. It's hard, there's four boys, so I don't, he's always Tommy, Terry, Tim, Dave, one of y'all. So, but he didn't know my name. And I was like, man, I, I just, it was hard, it was a hard day. And it's a hard Father's Day. But, man, I left there, and I've been thinking about this, man. He's already laid for me all that I need. He can go to Jesus, and he doesn't have to do one other thing because you know what he has done? He's been the example for me. He lived a life in front of me and has followed Jesus. And the greatest thing that we can leave our children, guys, it's not a retirement. Those are great it's not money. It's not possessions. It's a testimony of knowing Jesus. And so whether you had it today or whether you're becoming that today, listen, it starts for us today at home. Because, listen, you're more valuable than you know. You're far more valuable than you know. Listen to what happens without you guys. It says it's 63%. And I pulled this Department of Health Census, CDC, Department of Justice. 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. 90% of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. 85% of all children who show behavior disorders come from fatherless homes. 80% of rapists with anger issues come from fatherless homes. 71% of high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. 
Children with fathers, man, more involved, more and and knowing again their value. Listen, those children are forty percent less likely to repeat a grade in school. Seventy percent less likely to drop out of school. Seventy-five percent of all adolescent patients in chemical abuse today it came from fatherless homes. Listen, I don't know if you realize today how valuable you are, how needed you are. And you're not too far gone, and it's not too late, and it's not over, and it can start if it has to start today. It may, you can say, man, but all these things lead up. It may have all led up for you for this moment today. Whether you're a mother, a father, a son, or a daughter, that today you see that you're not too far gone. That you see today, listen, there's value that God has placed upon your life, a purpose and a plan that he has for you. And I want to close with verse 15 again. And in verse 15 of our text, this is what happens when we encounter Jesus. Man, and this is what he wants to do in this room today. Oh, in verse 15 it says, Then they came to Jesus, and they saw the one. Man, remember, this is the one. This is that crazy guy. This is the one who's out there in the mountains and yelling and cutting himself and scaring our kids. And he's the one hanging out in the graveyard. Man, that guy is so messed up. That guy carries so much baggage, man. There's no hope for that guy. <laughs> but Jesus. Because then they came to Jesus and they saw the one who had been demon-possessed. <laughs> God, speaking this today to you. Listen, that's what you were. That's not who you are. That's what you have been. That's not what you're called to be. It doesn't matter, man. I've, I, I struggled last night, Pastor. No, listen, that's what you had been because he had been demon-possessed. And had the legion. had the legion some of you are present he wants to make past tense some of your present struggles right now wants to be past and never again not from this moment not from this day this father's day he set it up just for you just for you he loves you that much but who had been not like man he was just kind of dabbling in some stuff a legion, thousands, deep into bondage, had been was. Somebody gonna be able to say, "Man, I used to be," but now, but now, and had the legion sitting. Holy Spirit says this today to us. It was day and night. Oh, man, imagine some of you feel like, man, there's just no peace. There's no rest for me. This feels like it has been continual, nonstop, day and night. I've heard those words used. Like I've actually heard those words probably said. I mean, it's day and night, man. But 
what was day and night turmoil is I have been. Because his present condition is that he is now sitting. Just imagine, like, for the first time in so long, just to, man, now that that had left him, how tired he must have been to be able to get free from all that and just to now just like sit at rest. God wants to give rest to you in this room who are in turmoil. He wants to give freedom to those who are in bondage because it says that he was now sitting clothed and in his right mind. The Lord didn't leave one area undone. He didn't leave one area There's not one area in your life today he wants to leave undone. I'm going to ask you just as reverently, quietly as you can to stand with me, please. And I feel the Holy Spirit today in this work in this room. And I'm speaking to not just fathers. We honor you and thank you so much. And in just a moment, we're going to ask all the men and young men of this house to gather in this altar. And I hope that if you're physically able to do that, you'll join us here. I want us to gather and close this service as men, just as an army to come in together. I want to do that. So I just think there's such value in that. And that's just coming together. The Holy Spirit is doing something right now. He's doing something right now where you're at. And I want to ask you if you would just to bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment. And on this Father's Day, as we honor the Father, as we lift him high. He's doing this in this room. He's releasing his Holy Spirit. And you're not too far gone. There hasn't been too many things that you've done. There hasn't been too many questions or doubts that you have or addictions that you're in that the Holy Spirit today can't set you free from. Not anything. There's not, there's not, it's not, there's nothing today that God can't deliver from. There's nothing today that God can't heal from. And for some right now, there's, 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 the scars are there. It's grown over. But deep down, you're still wounded. It's grown over and it's closed up, but you're still hurting. Physically, you've been able to kind of break some stuff off and people look at you and you're like, okay, he's good. But you know, deep down, you're in bondage and you're hurting. There's freedom today. For some today, Ian, it's the scars of past wounds and hurts. There's some right now, it's fresh. It's open wounds. But you're not too far. <laughs> We're not too deep, not too messed up today for Christ to come in and bring healing to you. So before I ask the men to come, I want to ask you this first. And you at home, respond, just even right where you're at. <laughs> If today there's an area in your life, there's a place that you need a healing, you need a healing for, healing of any kind today. The Holy Spirit has just encouraged you today, reminded you, told you, even though you thought it, you may have just came because it was Father's Day to show up for your dad, but the Holy Spirit, he's like, watch this, I'll get you there. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do it. I'll, I'll get you in the room. And he did this for you.
I'm not going to ask you to come down because right now I just feel like the Holy Spirit is going to come to you. He's going to work in your heart and life. And we're going to open up our altars in a moment. But right now, God's doing something across this room. And right now, if you need healing for any reason at all in your heart and your mind and your spirit, whatever it may be, if there's areas you need just freedom from, there's just areas you need peace in. It could be day and night or day or night. But you need that peace. You need the Holy Spirit right now. Just do this, if you would, right there where you're at. I want you just to lift up your hand to the Father's heads are bowed, eyes are closed. I just want to pray over you first. I just want to just, just pray over needs. Yeah, I see hands right now. Yeah. It's male, female, young. Oh, listen, don't, don't keep it down if there's an area you need healing in. It could be a past wound or a present struggle. Listen, yeah. God bless you. I see that, man. Yeah, raise it up. Nothing to be ashamed about. Jesus wants to heal you, set you free. God bless you. Yeah, who else? Just raise it up. Yeah, thank you, Father. Many hands in this room, and I'm going to ask you to do something. You can put it down. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to just place your hand on the shoulder of the neighbor beside you if you're able to do that right now. Now, there's a lot of people here. There's a lot of folks in this room. And if you're able to do that, just place the hand over just the shoulder of someone around you because I want to pray over you right now. I don't know it would be difficult for us again to just come over and pray, lay hands on each other. But right now, listen, this call and this command and this story was home. That means the person right around you is your family. and This is your home today. So just as you place a hand on the shoulder of those that are around you, I just want to pray over you and declare just over your life today, freedom in all areas. Father, I thank you today. Yeah, I thank you today. But you're still in the business of setting free. You're still in the business of delivering. Those in bondage, it may be deep bondage, God, you are the God who heals, delivers, and sets free. You're Jireh, your provider, you're more than enough. You're all we need, God. Yeah, you're all we need, Lord. So, Father, I just now declare and pray over each hand that was raised. Lord, representing a heart, a spirit, a body that today needs your hand on them, needs the freedom and needs the peace. And God, I declare peace right now. Lord, I declare the peace in your word of Philippians. It said, is a peace that surpasses all understanding. <laughs> Let it not make sense, Lord, to them how much rest they have in you. Lord, that others can look at them and, and even just recognize and see you, they see them sitting at your feet, Lord, seeing them clothed in their right mind at peace with you, God. I declare it over this house right now. God, I declare healing from previous wounds. The places that have grown over, but it's still there. It's covered up and it's faded away a little, but it's still there. God, heal those places today, God. Heal the fresh wounds. Heal the freshness, the current hurts, the current wounds, the current pains. God, bring healing. We ask that today in Jesus' holy name. Can we just lift those same hands to the Father? Just thank Him for a moment. God, we honor you. We worship you in this room. And we thank you, Jesus. I've asked Angel and Kelly if they would just to, during this altar time, just so we can have even our worship team, our guys who are on that team to be able and be available to come down because I just believe there's just something valuable about men coming together. So I want to invite the men in this house, young men, if you're faith students enough, if you're a man in this room, young man in this room, I 
want to invite you to come if you would. And I want to just, just come together in this room. In just a moment, we're going to give you a special gift and tell you we love you and thank you. But I just want us to come together first. And as you come, just go ahead and feel the front end. There's a lot of us in here to serve us. This is awesome. As they come, ladies and young folks, can you put your hands together one more time for these men in this house, the young men of this house? Can you put your hands together? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Come on in. Just feel this area right here. Yeah, come on in, bro. Yeah, feel this area, man. Yeah, still coming, still coming. God bless you, young, middle, old. It doesn't matter. Listen, I just want to say this to you. First of all, I, I, man, I, I need you. I do. I need each of you guys in my life, and I'm thankful, man. If any of you guys think you can do this by yourself, man, you're so mistaken today. We need each other. So I say I thank you and value each of you guys. The men in this house are amazing. What happens behind the scenes, people don't even know. Things that happen for one another and just calls and just people being there, man. It's real. It's real. So thank you guys for making the Joshua choice. And if there's anybody today who's like, man, kind of like hit me. I haven't been doing this. It's not too late. This is a day that God's calling you to step forward and make a decision for, your, for you and your family. I'm going to serve the Lord. We're going to do that. So thank you for that. I just want to pray a blessing over you guys and just, and if you would, just, just one more time. I know we're fellows, but it's all good. Can we just place a hand on our shoulder, somebody near you, man? Just as a show of sign of this value that you place on the person beside you. It's just a show of value. It's just a show of thankfulness, man, for them being here. Even just standing beside you right now, just being by your side. God, I thank you for the men who are linked together in this room. I see an army here, God. (laughs) Yeah, I see an army. Let them see themselves like that, God. Let them see themselves as you see them, Lord. (laughs) I come against the lies that have been spoken of previous lies that have been declared. Lord, and I just declare truth over them today, Lord. I thank you that there's men in this place, God, who are going to rise up and be men and be leaders, be fathers, be an example that they never had. They never had it, but they're going to be it, Lord. I release your blessing over each man in this house, each young man, each father, each spiritual father, each future father, Lord. Let them see their value, Lord, in you, God. Let them see their significance in you, Jesus. And not one is too far gone, Lord. <laughs> so this is a day of healing. This is a day of salvation, victory for every man in this room. And we thank you for that. As you just continue to pray, worship team, or Angel and Kelly, if you guys would just minister in this house. And I just want you to do this in the room. Let's just take a moment. Let's just worship the Lord. Continue to pray for needs. If you have a need of any kind, you can come. You can step out. We'd love to pray. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.